0: Chapter 33. Year 883. PXF. Early spring. The hunched figure drew closer, leaving only the smallest of rippling footprints behind them as they approached, padding easily across the water's surface. Thorne was unnerved as the watcher approached, their form seeming to ripple and shift as much as their reflection in the waters of the spring. The wrinkled face that was nearly indiscernible from gnarled bark across the stream resolved itself far more than could be accounted for by the relatively short distance they traveled to reach Thorn. So, too, their clothing shifted from looking like little more than a moss-covered rock to robes, smock, and tunic. By the time they reached Thorn, an elder androgynous figure stood before him. Their face, while heavily wrinkled, was almost beautifully so. Time had not marred it with its burdens, but instead imbued it with its unending stories and experience. They had lank hair as wild as Thorn's own that hung to their elbows, and many seasons had filled it with its fair share of leaves, twigs, and dried blossoms. A cloak not very different from the forest's carpet, draped over the Watcher's hunched back that, if straightened, would mark them as a human in height. But in their current bent state, they came only to Thorn's mid-chest. Pointing a curved finger and looking up into Thorn's face, the gnarled voice of the Watcher spoke prophetically.
1: I was witness to your birth and the choosing of your name, but that is not all I witnessed. I also saw your twin's birth that day. Thorn would have fallen had his and
0: Riken's boulder not caught him. I have a brother, Thorn questioned, awestruck as he leaned against the boulder for the support to stand.
1: Oh, this was not a twin of flesh and bone. It was a twin of blade and blood and steel, but a twin nonetheless...
0: Thorn felt the blood drain from his face, as any fear he had about the vermilion blade paled in comparison to this revelation. He wanted nothing more than for the Watcher to stop speaking, to be silent, and never utter another sound.
1: But they continued. At least when I saw it born, it had neither flesh nor bone. But that may no longer be true. One such as it will always find a host, even while a part of it remains forever bound within you.
0: The last was said with the finality of the grave, the Watcher's voice seeming to reverberate menacingly, even in this open place. Forever bound, Thorn echoed back the Watcher's words. I don't understand. The Vermilion Blade's curse is making me younger, Does it somehow... The Watcher interrupted before Thorn's thoughts and words could spin up like a child's top.
1: Hush, child. No one expects you or I to know the whims of the gods, but we can learn to read their footprints, especially when they make sure we are present to witness them. The watcher motioned
0: over the spring's waters with a staff that seemed to materialize in their hand. Words began to appear on the rocks at the water's edge, sometimes even seeming to etch themselves into the water's surface. The letters were written in a shimmering script the color of the sunset, their forms archaic but legible. To break oath is to be even beyond death, to walk this land as doom to the blight upon it. The watcher gazed at Talon as recognition and confusion came to him simultaneously. But that's not the curse I saw written on the vermilion blade as I dove into the spring. It said, to break oath is to be doomed even beyond death, to walk this land as a blight upon it. Perhaps, but this, the watcher motioned with the staff again
1: is the echo of what was imbued in you at your birth, most likely by Kaspharion's will. The Watcher continued now, as though teaching a lesson. In my experience, gods cannot or will not unmake another's creation, but they often meddle and twist the intent of their brethren especially when it comes to those they have chosen for a larger purpose. Moving to lean on the boulder next to Thorn, they expanded. Which leads us to you. Most people wrongly believe their walk with the last friend comes at the very end, in the last breaths of their life. But in truth... It begins much earlier. Once one is no longer growing to adulthood is truly when their walk with death begins. For you, to be even beyond death is to never have begun your walk with the last friend. And that, my child, is where this curse is
0: taking you. The Watcher peered at Thorn with their bottomless eyes to see if there was understanding. So, but... Thorn had so many questions, but the Watcher chimed in.
1: There are no definites in divine mysteries such as these. The mark of two warring divine possibilities, the curse and Kasvarian's binding... "'Shine from you like the sun for those that can see. "'And I have nothing more I can add "'regarding the details of that dichotomy.' "'The watcher paused. "'However, I believe my summoning here to witness your birth "'was to tip the board in Kasparian's favor. The Watcher of the Waters
0: moved from where they were leaning on the boulder next to Thorn, and began walking around the spring, motioning for Thorn to follow. They continued speaking as they walked.
1: Your twin, the Cursed Blade, has a portion of its power tied up within you, captured by Kaspharian's will. But, as Kasparian's champion... "'You have some sway over its direction. "'Is the visage you now wear the same as it was in your life before? "'Or is it a new face, reflective of your new identity?' "'Thorne subconsciously brought his hand to his face "'as he
0: followed the hunched figure. "'It is not the same, and it does feel true to who I am now, But I can't say this is what I willed it to be, or necessarily what I would have chosen had I known. The watcher chuckled over their shoulder at Thorn.
1: That is because your form did not conjure itself from some errant wish or fantasy. It is a mosaic of the pieces of your life that are true and real. It is the person you have chosen to be, and that you are still sculpting, now made into flesh by the conjoined God's will, as tenuous as it might be through the web of the divine powers trapped within you. A shadow seemed to pass over the sun,
0: and the light around the spring plunged into that of nighttime instead of midday. The Watcher whipped around faster than their age should have allowed.
1: But, just as you are influencing the curse, your twin can do so as well. It is the blade's power, after all. If it has indeed found a new master, not only will it search you out to reclaim the part of itself trapped within you, but the strength of its curse will also increase. It may yet undo what you have created as this new person within the protective halls of the dwarves. The Watcher motioned with their bony
0: hand from Thorn's head to feet at the last statement. If it is searching for me and could begin changing me, how do I find it first and destroy it? Thorn asked overconfidently. I am sick and tired of people and things and gods having control over my life. If it means I die in the process, so be it. What sense is there in living my life if it is not mine to live? The shadow passed, and daylight returned to the glade and spring. The watcher continued their circumnavigation of the spring, tutting thorn through their teeth.
1: Their prophecy resumed. The deity you serve's power stems from forge and hearth, field and forest. But look around this land. Corruption has diminished Kasparin's presence, a decay of which your twin is only a piece. To face the vermilion blade on such hostile ground, so devoid of the conjoined god's grace, would be folly. Yet, meet it here, you must. So I am
0: doomed. Fine, point the way, Thorn said snidely, turning back along the path the Watcher had led him on around the spring. Thorn could hear the Watcher stop and turn behind him, but refused to look back, keeping his eyes ahead. Their strained voice called after him.
1: But will you doom all others as well? As though
0: created out of fog and mist, the shape of Balanon appeared. Thorn, refusing to allow the Watcher to manipulate him, waved his arm through the illusion and kept walking. Next was Nazji's form standing in his path. The Watcher's voice, now seemingly in his head, whispered, Do you
1: think corruption such as this knows borders or kingdoms? The Watcher's speaking in his head was far too
0: reminiscent of the voice from Talon's life, and hardened Thorn's will. He did not even bother to wave Naz's form out of the way, but plunged through it headfirst. Thorn's steps faltered as Osman now appeared before him. He was older, looking to be almost the same age as Thorn appeared now. He was stalking something with Talon's dagger, the one he had stabbed him with at their last meeting. There was a wary readiness in his eyes, belying an underlying concern and fear. Stop your tricks! Are you watcher or witch? You speak in riddles and impossibilities without answers or direction. If you are to help me, then speak plainly. Thorn reluctantly brushed the misty shape of Osman away with the back of his hand. In answer, the
1: watcher's voice rippled across the water of the spring. I, like you, am the product of who I serve, the conjoined god, sometimes of one mind, sometimes opposed, yet bound as one. Friends, rivals, siblings, lovers, the only sin is to pull them asunder. As
0: Thorn returned to the other side of the spring, the last of the Watcher's illusions was there to haunt him. Sitting on the boulder, one arm wrapped around drawn-up knees, the other to the side, drawing shapes with their fingers, was a man's hazy outline. Thorn took a sharp intake of breath at its appearance. This was not the memory from three decades ago. The shape was larger than the teenager he had been, and while the details were vague, as the head looked up, Thorn would know the eyes anywhere, the eyes of storm clouds before the rain. Riken! Thorn ran to the boulder, unable to stop himself but the image of Riken dissolved as though dissipated upon an errant breeze before he arrived. Tell me! Thorn cried out in anguish, collapsing to his knees in the gravel beside the boulder. Tell me what to do! He looked back to where he had left the Watcher, but there was only a large moss-covered rock where they had been. Faintly, rustling through the trees above him, he heard their voice.
1: Begin healing the land. The blade will find you.